everybody, welcome to season four of Starship Podcast Warlock. My name is Drew. My name is Jeff. And we are going to be watching Abfab this season. Uh, but it didn't start that straightforwardly. Uh, as you know, we pride ourselves here at Starship Podcast Warlock Incorporated on our transparency. Uh, and so we'll be completely transparent. This is not the first time we've tried to start season four of this podcast. Uh, the first time was last week. And we uh, watched an episode, uh, season three, the episode called Sex in particular, uh, thinking that we were just going to do kind of a potpourri of different shows. Uh, we may still do that, but we're not going to do it this season because watching it was so much fun that we decided to do all of AbFab. Watching it was so much fun that we decided not to record part of it, and hence, <laughs> and hence that show is now the unaired pilot, and I do mean unaired. That's right. It is, uh, it is missing believed wiped. <laughs> For some reason, uh, my uh, garage band just stopped in the middle of recording the end of last week's commentary part, and uh, we lost uh, probably about 10 minutes of the most beautiful eloquent podcasting i've ever done i, I think uh, this is what happened to richard nixon clearly. It, it must have been mm. i had some incriminating stuff about breaking into a hotel on that 10 minutes and we just mm -hmm. couldn't air it yeah, well anyway it's, it's true enough inside baseball uh the reason i tell you all that is a preamble to the fact that uh the conversation we're about to have before we watch the very first episode of uh ab fab season one episode one um this conversation we have had before uh, and the conversation is about how we got into AbFab. In other words, if it's completely flat, that's because we've done it already and, and we're bored. <laughs> we could reminisce about how we talked about it last week, but that's yes, a whole let's, other story. Yes, let's <laughs> reminisce about last week. Remember last oh, week that when was we were good. recording oh, this podcast? You, listeners, you missed such a great show. I remember, uh, I, uh, just like I was sitting right here, uh, yeah. uh, it could have been a week ago. Uh, yeah, that's for, that's right. Oh. My God, has it been that long? We should have a reunion. Right, pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I, I look very different, I have to tell you. I um. <laughs> I sound about the same, but, you know. You, 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 you kind of do. You um, know, the audio, the audio uh, puts on 10 pounds, I think. I don't know. I, it definitely does. Mm -hmm. um, well, uh, we did kind of track back and get into this memory last, uh, last week. So we do remember um, that one summer in the 90s, uh, we were, uh, living in a house with a few of our friends after my freshman year. Is that right? No, no, no my sophomore year. Yeah. It was after my junior year. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 And then we, we rented a house with a few of our friends and, uh, that has really no connection to this except that we were both probably watching comedy central when we saw the ads for AbFab. And uh, we said, okay, this looks like our thing. Let's watch this. And we did. And we taped it and we watched it again and again, as is our want. And there you have it. Uh, it was kind of just, uh, this was not pre-internet, but kind of pre the ubiquity of internet. It was, so, I mean, it, it would have been the summer of 94. So, I mean, again, you're just barely getting the web at that point. A lot of things mm -hmm. were, you know, Usenet and, and things like that. Uh, for <laughs> for those of you that aren't using wheelchairs yet, you may remember those things. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but at that point, AbFab was only two seasons. So we had just seen 
that That's I right. remember we watched season three when that first came out and figured that was it. There's nothing else after that. And um, how wrong we were. But, um, uh, but yeah, spe- yeah. Speaking of which, I should clarify that we have only committed uh, the powers that be have only contracted us to do the first three seasons of AbFab on this podcast. And if they pick up our contract, we might do the rest or we might just skip directly to season five of the podcast and do that potpourri thing. But we know that we love the first three seasons, so we're definitely going to do those. And after that, we'll see. You can, of course, influence that by tweeting at us uh, at Starship Warlock, no podcast in the middle. Um, Or you can email inbox at starshippodcastwarlock.com, assuming that is the address and I just misremember it. I, I was going to also suggest if I had known ahead of time, I would have tried to get what, you know, uh, Jennifer Saunders Twitter handle was and, and say, uh, ask oh, her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ask her if we should do the rest of the seasons or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine she likes what she did. I don't know though. Oh, another I don't thing. know if she likes what we do. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, who knows? Uh, <laughs> judging by the reaction we got out of aid, I don't know if we're going to get anything out of, uh, Jennifer Saunders, but you never know. Mm. Um, I, I also want to jump in and mention that um, part of what persuaded me to do this, uh, and I think it's going to be interesting as we watch this, is that uh, you mentioned the bloopers in this unaired pilot of ours. Mm-hmm. And I went and I watched uh, probably about eight minutes of the season one bloopers, and it reminded me of how different Safi was during that time. Like, We'll see it, and I'm sure we'll talk about it, but, like, she is very, she's a lot more, she's a lot sunnier. (laughs) Whereas in the episode we watched, by the time we get into season three, she has had it with her mom. And I don't know if it's just because that episode starts with the threat to annex her room, or if it is uh, just a change in the character or what, but it's going to be interesting to watch that develop. I mean, that episode, and of course we talked about that, but listeners, you won't get to hear us talk about that for another, um, uh, let's see, 12, 13, 14, 15 weeks, um, <laughs> is uh, uh, future spoilers, uh, as opposed to past spoilers, I don't know, but um, is that uh, there's, past. Uh, well, that there's a, um, there's a bit of a role reversal within a role reversal, I, I think, uh, within that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not sure to what extent that plays into it. But you're, you're right that as, as the season, as the series progresses, um, there's definitely um, edges that get brought into, I'd say not just her, but uh, different characters overall. And, and we'll mm-hmm. talk about that as the, as the arcs go along. Yeah. Um, um, but back to us getting into AbFab. I mean, actually, there's not that much more to the story. That's, that's pretty much it. Um, I'm trying to remember the mindset that I had at the time. And I think I mentioned this, uh, during our, our unaired pilot. Maybe we should just air it. I don't know. <laughs> the commentary part was pretty good. Um, we, uh, I mean, I, when I saw it was, uh, intrigued by the fabulousness of it all. Um, you know, the whole pet shop boys, remix of the theme and just the fact that there is a, there was a kind of a queerness overall to the show, which appealed Mm -hmm. to me. And we talked uh, before about how the three shows that we've done so far, uh, young ones and black adder and hitchhiker's guide are all boys shows. Like they, they're just, most of the characters are male. Um, And uh, you know, even though they're not 
necessarily like macho shows. They are, you know, it's pretty much of a sausage parties there. So um, it's it's kind of nice to do a show where sort of women are the center of the show and, and see how that's I'll, I'll tell Miranda Richardson you said that. <laughs> but but no, I, I agree with your assessment entirely. I mean, she did dream that she was a sausage roll, so... Yes, you know. I know. <laughs> I think it still counts. Yes, I, I would agree. Uh, uh, anyway, um, yeah, so that's something that appealed to me then and, and appeals to me now about the show is is that uh, that particular vibe I find very appealing and fun. I, I was always fascinated by the by the the role reversal and how much you can work out of you know the the fact that and again we talked about this on the um, the unaired pilot and um, and I suppose we should talk a little bit about the characters at some point yeah uh, but uh, but the fact that this sprung out of you know uh, Jennifer Saunders and and out of French and Saunders out of her uh, her sketch show where Dawn French in that case was playing the Safi character and and it was just you know it was a sketch about about a uh, about just a role reversal where the um, where the, the mother was basically acting like the child and the child was the responsible one and and um, and the fact that they've stretched that they from that little premise they've grown this you know enormous show on on uh, on top of it is uh, uh, is pretty amazing and it just shows you how great that premise is. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's funny to think that when that premise arose, like Patsy wasn't part of it. Mm-hmm. And now it's so hard to imagine Adina without Patsy. Like that whole thing well, was. Uh, it's true. It's yeah. utterly true. And, and it's also interesting that you know, uh, seen interviews with uh, with the two of them, and and Joanna Lumley was saying, and 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 Jennifer Saunders was saying that like Joanna was not who Jennifer had in mind. She had, I think, a different. Uh, archetype in mind for for Patsy and I think at first that they I'm not sure how well that they actually thought they they got along at the very beginning which is just hysterical oh, wow. thinking uh-huh. about that it's it's like I mean clearly that got rectified fairly quickly but uh, but you know I'm curious what she originally had in her head because I don't remember much more of an elaboration than that yeah and I'm also interested to know how they got from there to Patsy and mm-hmm. why they went ahead with like <laughs> they say Look, you can't do this show unless you have Joanna Lumley in it. <laughs> I don't know I, how that. Yeah, I don't know. And I mean, um, you know, they certainly talk about um, what their, uh, you know, what the conception was for Patsy. What, what, you know, who Patsy was modeled after and stuff like that, which I don't recall, unfortunately. But um, it's oh. pretty easily found uh, findable in, on YouTube, I believe, the clip for that. But um, I, uh, I, I don't know that we're allowed to do any research outside of Wikipedia. Wow, I um I managed to not giggle just now. Um, that must have been edited in post. That's why, because I guarantee you, in the inside, I was giggling hilariously at that point. Hilarious. We do we do love to crack ourselves up here, because I mean, <laughs> we like to have fun here at Starship Podcast Warlock. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, oh dear God! Now I feel like we're a morning show. Uh, we kind of are. Uh, yeah. Where's my fart button? Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, that's I, called my butt. I think I'm not going to press that. I, I think it would be interesting for us to uh, to actually find out some facts for a change and maybe share them with folks. But uh, we'll start with the basics right now, as you mentioned. Um, I mean, we are about to watch the beginning of the series, so uh, the introduction is maybe less important than when we were doing an episode uh, partway along. But uh, the main characters that you will be contending with here are Adina Monsoon, uh, who, as I observed before, uh, the name sounds a lot like Aide Edmondson, Jennifer Saunders' husband, uh, which uh, I'm 
pretty sure is deliberate from what I've read. Um, and that's funny. We have Joanna Lumley playing uh, Patsy Stone, who is uh, Adina's friend. And Adina is, I guess the difference between them is Adina is, uh, I keep wanting to say a hippie, but that's not really true. I mean, she's kind of, hmm. I was about well, to say she's what people think boomers are now. I mean, you know, they're, they're both kind of hedonist. It's, it's weird in a way that you almost picture... There's bits of the '60s and certainly bits of the '70s, and and yes. um, you know, uh, there, there's as much as they tout '60s and, and free love and stuff like that. Like there's a bit of the Club Fifty Four vibe in there too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's right on. Uh, Patsy especially is very '70s, but essentially, Adina works or at least pretends to work at a magazine, uh, a fashion mag, and so she or an entertainment mag. I can't remember now. I guess we'll it's find fashion. out fashion uh so she she works at this uh at this particular job uh patsy is a model um and so that's kind of the difference between that patsy i think is a little bit more glamorous adina is a little bit more uh not (laughs) but uh they're friends because they are uh, well they're zaphods as we mentioned in the last season of this Mm -hmm. podcast i mean they are hedonistic uh heedless irresponsible uh and charming and fun to boot um so this all contrasts with uh adina's daughter saffron or safi who is played by julia sawala um as opposed to don french in the original sketch and she is of course the responsible one uh to the point of being fairly frumpy especially later on um although we do see a little bit of uh a little bit of that uh, a crack in that armor sooner or later but we'll we'll get to that and then of course adina's mom is is sort of omnipresent uh played by june whitfield um who i think you observed last time jeff was uh is kind of the the betty white uh yes rose character of the show uh which yeah, is a lot well fun. i mean it's interesting though you have little hints that there's something else underneath it at one at one point which is funny too in a way as as i was saying that both um both Betty White and June Whitfield, you know, were were great in their character at playing the kind of you know coolest daughter daughtering uh, uh, characters, but you know who both in real life were about as 180 degrees from that <laughs> as possible. I think you noted in particular the Doctor Who episode where she goes around pinching David Tennant's bottom. Yes. Um. So uh, I guess there's one other character we can mention real quick, which is Bubble, played by Jane Horrocks. Um, Horrocks. Jane Horcrux. Um, <laughs> we should just do an episode of this where we get absolutely everything completely wrong. Uh, that would be very entertaining. Uh, maybe there's a parody pod- podcast in this where we um, I, I'm pretend not sure to be about... even more clueless and American than we actually are. Well, you know, if you're familiar with, uh, what's his name, Neil Sikariga, the, the, the one who did Potter Puppet Pals, uh, <laughs> that, that also he has a, uh, a bunch of videos. It's like, a uh, a guide to the races of the Star Trip universe, which is basically <laughs> uh, um, it's Star Trek, but uh, like all the names are wrong and and everything. Uh, there's a somebody did a Doctor Who misinformation guide. Um, yes, I love that so but, much. Yeah, so similar one. There's a there's a Star Wars one, and um, and yeah, the the um, the Borg are introduced as the Cube Cotillion and and um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Counselor uh. Yif. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it all leads to 
wizard people, dear reader, but that's another story. <laughs> yes. Uh, Literally. So, so I, I think we could contribute in that vein. Abs- <laughs> a- absolutely fantastic. Yes. Hang, hang on. There's a, there's a, a spinoff from this podcast in the offing here, but for now, uh, I, I think we've probably given you enough introduction uh, that you probably will not need. As I want to keep talking. Oh, go ahead. What else do you want to say? Oh, well, it's no fun now. <laughs> May as well just I've watch s- the thing. I've spoiled the moment. Okay, mm-hmm. so I guess totally. we'll just watch it. Um, All so, right. <laughs> of course, uh, as usual, uh, we are going to take a uh, slight musical break in order to create a, uh, a break in the pieces of this podcast. So if you don't want to listen to us talking, uh, too late, you already have, but... When you go back and revisit this, you know, you put your feet up and you're like, I want to listen to some old Starship podcast Warlock episodes from when I was a, a couple weeks younger. Um, you can skip that part and just get directly to the episode, which, of course, is funnier than we could ever hope to be. So, uh, uh, short interlude and then we're going to watch the episode. Be right back. Right, it is time now to watch the first episode of Absolutely Fabulous Series 1, Episode 1. As always, we are going to count down from 3 to 1, then say play. And when I say play, we all start it. Um, and depending on what you're watching this on, you might want to get it up to the point where the theme is is just coming on screen. Uh, so if you have like logos and things like that beforehand, commercials, whatever you got... Get past those. Get into the show, and we will be all in sync. Are you ready, Jeff? Yes. Uh, I just wanted to note that um, if you are watching this on Hulu, that they have replaced the the excellent uh, the excellent theme with just some generic uh, knockoff and no lyrics. And and we were speculating that was maybe because Bob Dylan sold his catalog or whatever. But I do miss hearing Aid Edmondson singing uh, backing vocals for. Uh, for it and it makes me very sad well this is an object lesson in why you should buy and keep physical media because i have the dvds and i get to hear that so that's i'm just i, I just feel go, vindicated is what i'm saying i'm just gonna cry into my stolly <laughs> maybe i'll lean toward the mic and then you can hear it mm. well without further ado let's go uh here we go And it's interesting we get that first overhead shot. That seems to be something that uh, that they go for quite often. I was thinking about that too. Oh, my God. 
How did she not spill the wine in that bed? I thought it looks like there's a little bit, but I can't tell. Oh, maybe. Is it sad that I'm trying to look at the label to figure out what it was? <laughs> I can see the gin. Don't usually have a washer and dryer in the kitchen. <laughs> I never noticed that. Boom, boom. <laughs> All of Phil said he Kendall's underwear. Absolutely. Trying to remember how much of the original skit actually makes it into any of the episodes. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's been a while since I've seen it. I'll have to watch it again before the next one. Cause they are the playing the premise very much in this opening scene though. What about Irish coffee? <laughs> Look at that phone, sweetie. <laughs>
Funny, I, w- I just thought it was enchanting, not I'm chanting. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, it seems funny. It's pretty obvious what that was. <laughs> Good night, ding, ding, ding. Well, let me tell you about the sequel to that war. Uh. (laughs) That's what we didn't do. Mm Mm-hmm. Is she laughing? It's interesting how long they stay with just the two of them and establishing all of this. Yeah. A little much, actually, for me, my taste, but... This feels like a stage play. Mm-hmm.
That's true. It's not. Literally. <laughs> They've got Nescafe. <laughs> For some reason, I think that they would have gourmet coffee. Well, she had it there so she could reject it earlier. Mm. No, it's the latest episode of Hitchhikers. <laughs> She's got a podcast to record. Mm-hmm. She's Safi's taller than she is, right? That's what it looks like. I think so. I wonder if that was part of the casting. I feel like we feel what Safi feels, which is that, you know, she's almost up the stairs and then, oh God, she comes back. <laughs> Great timing. So good. Which I, of course, talked over, but, or almost talked over. I think she should have stayed in that robe, personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not an improvement. My God, it's Colin Baker in a wig. <laughs> <laughs> Commander Maxwell. Slow quad of infinity. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that just screams six, Doctor. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> I love that. The little dance she does. Safi didn't lock the door. She didn't know.
Pads have stuff splattered on her. Is that just a pattern? Uh, it must be just a pattern. Cue the music. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> umbilical whiplash <laughs> What was that? I don't know. I thought it was a pregnancy test for a second, but I don't think that's... Yeah. I couldn't see. Wrong show. Ha, 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 ha. 
And how many of those went completely over our head, sadly? I know. <laughs> Forgot about that line. Wait, Patsy eats. <laughs> One of my favorite lines in the whole series. Just drinking like a Muppet. <laughs> I like, okay, notice it's, the screen is tilted. Mm-hmm. interesting because I don't think you would see something like that for the rest of the series but oh you may be right it's clearly trying to show a little bit of worry and disorientation and mm-hmm 
<laughs> that grin. It's a different episode. <laughs> Patsy is the devil on her shoulder, but she has the easiest job in the world mm -hmm. of being a devil. She's the Zephod Zephod. <laughs> I don't know. Christopher Ryan's pretty small. <laughs> Suck it drunk. <laughs> I love these flashbacks.
<laughs> well, I want to think that's our first introduction to Gran. I know, right? This may be the most normal Eddie's ever dressed, too, on top of all that. <laughs> that's true. So good. <laughs> the boot. She looks a little like Rosanna Rosanna Dan, I like that. <laughs> this is big bad wolfing over there. Guest star. Interesting. They still had the credit for the music, however. Mm. Oh, the fact the the yeah. audience already knows. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that was the first episode. We will take a short interlude and be right back. All right, it's time for us to discuss the first episode of Abfab that was ever aired. What'd you think, Jeff? Well, I quite liked it. The surrealism <laughs> of the underlying metaphor. Oh, I'm sorry, wrong show. That's um, too good for you. I I liked it. Um, you know, one of the things that's always uh, difficult about the show is that sometimes when the characters get too harsh or shrill, or in particular if they're just too nasty to Safi or or 
or even vice versa in some cases. Like there's bits where, you know, I think we've talked about, uh, or we talked about in the Lost show that, um, you know, <laughs> maybe that seems, maybe it makes Americans cringe more than it does for British, which is uh, kind of funny considering we're a lot more nastier to each other in real life. I don't know, maybe there's a inverse relationship to wanting to see it mm. in your um, in your media. But um, as I've just generalized and probably pissed off people on both sides of the Atlantic. Uh, but... <laughs> Um, but yeah, sometimes it's a bit much in this case, it's not, although you have seeds of it. Um, and it's, uh, it is interesting, like I said, how long that first scene goes on and establishes just about everything. Um, and is, is brilliant. I mean, for me, I almost feel like that, um, you know, episodes after this, it would feel like, uh, compared to this, that what goes on here is very sparse, right? I mean, she wakes up in the in the morning, um, not dealing very well. We establish who she is. Um, we establish who Patsy is to her as well. They stumble in and there's a fashion show and we don't even Mm -hmm. see the fashion show. Normally we would see tons of weird stuff go on or something along those lines or whatever. It's, it's, uh, it's a much quieter episode in that regard. And as a, as an origin, it's excellent. Um, Mm -hmm. it's excellent, but it, um, and it, it, like I said, that we have our character arc, so it hasn't gotten to the point where it's gotten unpleasant. But you see little bits and pieces in there. My only, my only regret is it feels like, you know, I wish they could have... I, I feel like it could have been tightened up a little bit, and then maybe they would have had something else they could have told, and maybe that's it, that that was, you know, there wasn't anything else they wanted to cover in that time. So, I mean, it, it you know, compared to where we get to later, it's, it's, um, it's slight, but, uh, but it's an excellent start, and it still has... You know, some of my best favorite lines in the entire series, you know, bumps so tight as bouncing off the walls. Um, and maybe it's also the fact that, you know, I think that um, the Pet Shop Boys song seems to sample almost exclusive, exclusively <laughs> from this episode. I was thinking that, too. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I quite like this episode and realizing, you know, it's an excellent introduction as well i've said before that like when we watch sex that was the you know if there's one episode of abfab that i would show to to anybody um that would be that but you know this is uh, unlike some other series where you're like well the pilot has premise and uh, the premise is interesting and the pilot has some promise and in this case it's it's um even with those comments that i made it's a pretty solid entrant yeah i would agree with that i think that um it it really does set up everything that it, they take their time setting up the relationship between her and Safi and kind of exactly what kind of person she is. Uh, Patsy arrives and we see their relationship and Patsy's relationship with Safi. Um, we get a little bit of their relationship in the car where she is not only like supremely supportive, uh, but also an enabler, um, but also can say, <laughs> nasty things to Adina that she uh, doesn't seem to realize are are nasty. (laughs) Like when describing what her children have done to her figure. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, so they, they have that weird relationship. They tell each other to shut up, you know, over the course of the episode a couple times. And, uh, and yeah, as I was saying earlier, Patsy is kind of Adina's devil on the shoulder, but (laughs) with the cushy's devil on the shoulder job, any devil on the shoulder ever had. Mm-hmm. Be, I mean, it, oh, go ahead. It, oh, I was gonna say it's interesting to think. You know, I, I feel like Patsy would still be Patsy without Eddie, but you know, how would how would Eddie's life have turned out if Patsy hadn't been around? Mm-hmm. 
you know, did, was Patsy the one that got her off the straight and narrow to begin with, or was she always that way? It's hard to imagine Patsy being any other way, which is why I think that she's the Zaphod Zaphod in that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, it could be true. Yeah. But also, we don't really have much in terms of Patsy's family for the most part, right? I mean, it's, it's you know, we have Safi, we have Gran, we have uh, the two ex-husbands, and... Uh, Eventually, we will have a glimpse of well, uh, a Patsy's glimpse. life. But yeah, yeah, just a glimpse, you're right. Um, yeah, so uh, then, of course, we meet Bubble, um, and we see what Adina oh, theoretically does all day. <laughs> we just tell Bubble to do a bunch of things that, like, even a normal person would struggle to get done and keep track of. But uh, Bubble is just kind of, like, off in a, a little dreamland the whole time uh, and is hilarious with almost no lines. It's really amazing, actually. Uh <laughs> The whole Simon Le Bon thing. Um, Bubble (laughs) steals pretty much every scene, and Jane Hart steals pretty much every scene that she's in over the course of this series, and and that is uh, amazing considering the fact that like um, you know both both uh, Jennifer and Joanna are amazing scene stealers their own. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that says something and, 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 you know, but both to the actress and to the writing. Mm-hmm. I love the, I love the exact way that she <laughs> says, is it Yasmin Laban? No. <laughs> well, sorry. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> Which is such a lame joke that she manages to make work really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we meet her, we have a little bit of the, the hedonistic lifestyle that they lead at the. Uh, the model shoot and afterwards and then uh and then we have Safi being the mom and of course we get that flashback to uh Adina's mom which will be uh kind of a setup I, I had forgotten that she was only in a flashback in this first episode for some reason I had remembered her actually showing up in person but yeah uh, I didn't remember her even being in that at all but I'm yeah I'm glad and we mm-hmm. get the mention to Surge. We get the mention of the ex-husband. So, uh, yep. So yep. you have the world. You have the world set up, even if we don't actually see them. So that's kind of brilliant. One of the things I noticed this time around, especially given that we just watched a season three episode, is that there's parts of this that really feel improvised. Um, probably are not, but they're they're loose. I think in a way that um, maybe happens less later on, like when. Uh, Safi or what's Safi? Adina and Patsy are on the way into the office, mm-hmm. and they just have some uh, honestly kind of random sounding dialogue, and and there's not a lot of attention to let's get in and get every word. Uh, you know, it's kind of filmed from a distance. We just see them sweeping along. Uh, it, it's kind of a nice effect. I really like it. So. That's something that I thought was interesting with kind of just the pacing and the direction of this, which I, I think was pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, I, I do feel like that. I mean, I, I commented on on the little montage when um, when she's instructing things to bubble and, and mm-hmm. you know, it, you could have very well done it as just she shouts a bunch of stuff and, and bubble goes away or comes back or doesn't go away, as the case may be. Uh, but here it was just cut as a little bit of a sides and things were slightly askew for that. And and. I mean, there are bits where they played with the camera. We can certainly see them playing with the camera, both point of view and what have you, and, you know, Eddie stumbles home late at night in the mm-hmm. flashback. Um, and we certainly see them play other tricks later on, you know, um, think you're in heaven or what have you. But, um, <laughs> uh, but you know, it's interesting to establish that sort of thing right off the bat, that it's it's not just straight sitcom. There's, there's bits of, um, 
there's bits of interesting direction going on. Well, hell, even the first shot we remarked and the fact that they end on the bed as well. Um, mm-hmm. Although the, the last shot is an overhead in that one, but uh, uh, but as a coming full circle over the course of the day, so that there is that there is some things here more than just you know more than just a sitcom uh, camera. For sure, yeah. I I think one of the things that I thought about this time around too is I never really looked too much into the genesis of this form, you know, how they got from the sketch to here, but like. Mm-hmm. Um, Adina here, well, let me put it this way. So it, it seems to me like, you know, this is both, uh, there's a very ambivalent attitude toward the kind of like fashion world that Patsy and Adina live in and the celebrity world and everything else. And it's not, it's not completely scornful and it's not completely flattering. And I, I think it's interesting uh, that I, I have to assume that Jennifer Saunders has that feeling about that world um, as well, like she's, uh, she clearly has an affection for these characters, but she, you know, is satirizing it as well. And so it's, mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to me to know how she landed on this as what this particular, you know, uh, irresponsible childlike woman does. It's, it's definitely worth watching some of the and i wish i had uh i mean it's been a while since i've watched it i wish i did again because uh she does cover a good part of that and i i agree it's fascinating to pick this in particular and and you know i mean if you start with the premise of okay you know a role reversal thing or or you start with okay here's a rebellious kid that goes out and does whatever and then and then so you know every kid rebels against their parents in some way then what do you do for the kid and so then mm-hmm. the resp- then you make them straight lace, but also for the fact of okay, this person is an adult, assuming they're not you know um, they're not functional uh, very much, but uh, we can't have them just out on the streets or whatever. What do we do? How do we put them in a? How do we put them in a situation where that can actually be potentially a boon for a little while? <laughs> yes, and, and and I guess you know anything regarding fashion or entertainment industry, I guess just comes out as all right. Well, that's what we'll do. Yeah, I mean, it's this is a filter through which I really enjoy viewing this world. I, for some reason, I was just reminded of Ugly Betty, which, <laughs> at least the American version, uh, is similar in some ways. I mean, it's a, another very fabulous fashion-oriented show uh, with a similar ambivalence, I think, about the whole thing. Um, and it's fun for a lot of the same reasons. You kind of get to indulge a little bit in that, but you also uh, have kind of a critical view of it. Not that I think that this either show is intended as a thesis, um, but it, it's just fun to see kind of the role that that plays in the the world of the show. Indeed. So yeah, this is good. I enjoyed it. Um, I think it's uh, I think it's a solid episode. I, I love that you pointed out that that was uh, that it almost felt like a stage play at the very beginning. I, I thought that was pretty cool. I like the kind of extended scene. Uh, that that was and just the the little jabs and barbs that Safi gets in there uh, you know are just brilliant. I mean even though I talked about it needing or that uh, there were certain things that you imagine it could be tightened up or something like that but again you know if this was a stage play I think that's a case where all of those silences and things like that like I mean there's you know there's more there's more tension in there there's more I mean I'd be curious with an audience to feel what that sort of uh, feedback loop would be like. Um, mm-hmm. I think it'd be very interesting. I, in some ways, I think it would be definitely more dramatic, and you can certainly picture this being played more for 
more for drama. Um, that's that's utterly fascinating about that. And I know that there's mm -hmm. in, I think at one point in San Francisco that there was actually somebody was doing AvFab stage shows. It's kind of a drag show, I think, as well. Mm -hmm. um, but and I think they did random episodes. I don't think they necessarily did the first one. But I'd be curious to see how that would have played out if they in fact had done that that way. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't see that now. It's like you yeah. live in a place and then you think you'll have all the time in the world to see these mm -hmm. things and then you it's move true. away and and then pandemics happen and they they might and then have you have been, to do a podcast with your friend. That's true. They they might have been asked to be shut down also. Uh I I don't know if they had the rights to do that. Uh but mm -hmm. yeah, I yeah. guess that's it. The the podcast is um is our um I was going to say booby prize. I mean, I guess is our <laughs> condolence. Yeah, it it is our, you know, don't get to see the stage show. It's our booby trap. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I, I feel like I had another comment in there, but maybe I'll have to save it for next time. Uh, in any case, this is a lot of fun. I'm glad we decided to do this. Um, Absolutely. Um, oh, God. Now I'm sorry we did this. <laughs> <laughs> now you can but, edit that out. <laughs> um, we will... Of course, be watching the next episode next time. Uh, we hope that you will join us. Uh, this is going to be uh, a fun ride. And until the next installment of that ride, this has been Drew. This has been Jeff. And you've been listening to Starship Podcast Warlock. Warlock. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.